0: to episode one of the Bucks UK podcast. We're not sure if it's a podcast or a vodcast or a YouTube channel or whatever it is, it's a show and welcome. And I'm joined by my, my co-hosts today, Phil, David and Alex, and they'll introduce themselves uh, shortly. For those of you that are watching this and don't have a clue what this is all about, we are a crazy bunch of Brits and we're the Bucks UK fan club. And this is really just uh, a way of us trying to reach out during our members, during the whole COVID, coronavirus thing. Um, everyone's been stuck inside, and so we've been stuck inside thinking about what we ought to be doing uh, and how we ought to try and reach out to our members. But if you're not a member, hey, that's fine. If you're in the UK, come and join. If not, just like us and engage with us on social media. We're very friendly. It isn't an exclusive club, and uh, the more the merrier. So without further ado, <clears throat> I'm Kieran. Um, I'm one of the people that help run the club and I kind of do the social media and the competitions on the forum and Phil can you introduce yourself?
1: Hi I'm Phil Jones, Um, I've been a member of the club since 1991 and uh, I was got involved in running it in 1993 and I'm another one of the gang of three that took over in 2012.
0: Brilliant, David tell us about you.
1: Hi there, I'm
2: David. So I've been a follower of the Bucks since uh, the late 80s. Again, like Phil, um, I've been involved in managing the Bucks UK for quite some time now, and again, part of the takeover a few
0: years ago. Brilliant. And Alex, last but by no means least.
3: Yes, uh, hi everyone. Uh, my name's Alex. I have, I've been a fan or following the Bucks now since 2012. I've only been a member of Bucks UK since about 2017 and I help Kieran uh, run the Twitter page so if any of you have been tweeting to us then you probably heard from me at some point on there.
0: Thank you very much. <clears throat> so first of all we're going to tell you a little bit more about the club. This is going to sound like an advert first of all but we thought we'd get it out of the way in episode one and then uh, people will know who we are and what we're talking about. So Phil for those of that haven't even heard of the Bucks UK obviously we've, I've said already we're a fan club but what are we? Who are we?
1: Well, the, the Books UK is quite incredible, really. The Books with, uh, UK was formed in 1984, which, with an initial membership of six, uh, one of which, uh, uh, Phil McKenzie, is still with us to this day, and, uh, which is pretty incredible, really, considering that we're not much older than the books themselves. So here we are, 36 years later, and we've got a, a thriving membership of over 300 people, um, uh, in the UK, plus uh, a very, very enthusiastic bunch in the Cayman Islands, and uh, also we've got uh, our one, uh, one fan
0: in Australia. Um, I've just for, put up on the screen our, our website homepage. So if you go to bucksuk.org, <clears throat> you can find out more about the club, and you, that's how you join, and you can see a little bit more about what we've done over the over the years. Uh, maybe that's so David, if you tell us? Um, as, as someone who's, uh, who's been involved a long time, how do people join, get involved, what do they need to do?
2: Right, So, uh, get involved is uh, go to the website, www.bucksuk.org. Um, you'll see at the top there a join button, and you can click on that, and that gives you the options to join as members. we you've got three categories for membership, single or six pounds, a couple of nine pounds, and you get the whole family on board for 12 pounds. So it's all pretty good. and it's just a great community to be involved in with us. So you can come along and you'll have a great time enjoying everything Bucks with us.
0: And in terms of community, this now people are looking at our forum. <coughs> so the forum is part of our website. Yeah,
2: I mean yeah, I mean we've got a very active forum. So here's the best way to get involved in everything day to day with the Bucks, sharing the highs, the lows, everything we enjoy and we love about the team. Um, we're not a media organisation, we're not here to tell you all the news of everything going on about the Bucks, it's really a place where we join as a community of fans to just share and enjoy everything and you can find everything that's involved in the club on the forum from our competitions to people's views on what's going on on the buck, trips, getting tickets um, and everything you need to know to enjoy
0: so that's, so that's a, big, a big part of, um, of the club is obviously going to Tampa and seeing the Buccaneers. Um, I think a lot of us probably joined over the years from our, our trips to Disney and Florida and Orlando and the like. And you just I've got a few photos on, online now. Uh, um, Phil, maybe do you want to just talk us through some of these?
1: Yeah, uh, the black and white photograph was, was uh, the best one. In the centre is the big guy, Charles McRae, who was our number one draft pick out uh, of tennessee university and um we were over in tampa and uh, me and my brother who's also in the picture um and he said uh, do you know where i'm coming over to the uk i've got um, uh, relatives in a place called uh Pressbury. Do you know where it is i said i should do it's five miles from where i live and uh, and he said so we arranged to have a day for him so we got all the members uh, out, up and they all came to my house and we had a fantastic day with him. It was a really, really good day. Um,
0: and am I right in thinking that the front row, third from the left, is 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 your mullet?
1: Do you know, I was just looking at that thinking, <laughs> why didn't somebody tell me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my mullet. Yeah, that's my mullet. D- David, tell us it about one of the James. other ones.
2: <laughs> yeah, so um, top left is... Um, my family and some of our other members at Raymond James Stadium, as you see there with Brian Ford, the COO of Tampa Bay, who is an absolutely amazing guy and does so much for us. And we just have the most fantastic relationship with the whole Bucks organisation and especially Brian. And just below that is actually when Brian and his family came over to the UK and -hmm. met up with Bucks UK fans over here. And that was a gathering that took place probably about six or seven years ago. And again, regular liaison with them, both sides of the pond. Whenever they come over there, they always come and see us and get involved. And we've just having the most amazing time with them.
0: And, and at the bottom right one, I think is our club trip to Tampa in 2011, where we were very lucky enough to be given a club tour around one Buck Place, weren't we? And uh, and we had some really great seats for the game. The result probably wasn't what we wanted it to be, but that's that's supporting the Bucks for you. Uh, so yeah so really good trips and of course we're able to to get our members tickets for home and away games as well as having things like merchandise and uh, <clears throat> and all of that sort of stuff so it's definitely worth joining up if you're in the UK uh, and you're not but as someone who's more recent to the club um, you know let's hear it from the proverbial horse's mouth uh, what is it like being a member Alex?
3: Well I certainly enjoy it um, it's uh, I certainly a Uh, one thing I learned very quickly from all three of you was that ultimately Bucks UK is all about the members it's all about the fans and certainly uh, you touched on the the forum being able to communicate and uh, just share views and opinions with other Bucks fans not just in the in the UK because obviously the forum is open to uh, any Bucks fan in the world is is fantastic, and having that platform, which is what the club gives you, is is absolutely absolutely superb. Just being able to talk about anything Bucks or AFL related. Um, and I was looking I was looking on the um, forum earlier today, and uh, someone started a thread regarding the you know the charity golf game which Tom Brady is taking in. So it, literally anything AFL related is fantastic, and the the opportunity in terms of competitions that uh, that we we offer as as a club as well. And I know we're going to go into, into Those um, in a bit more detail later, so I won't say much about them now. Uh, But just having that chance as a fan to win prizes, Bucks related, be able to get involved um, is is just really, really good. And it's one thing that drew me to the club when when, uh, I decided to, to join as a member. And again, going back to what David just said a moment ago, that relationship which the club have with the Bucks themselves, that was, again, a huge thing for me, knowing that. Uh, all the things that the club have done with the Bucks themselves and the relationship that the Bucks have is just super. So certainly as a member, as a fan, uh, that's definitely great from my perspective there.
0: Yeah, and there's uh, some videos on our website homepage where we've appeared on the Bucks website. <clears throat> and they've referred to us. We're very lucky in that whilst there's no such thing as an official you know, UK fan club, we are recognised by the Bucks and they do support us. And, and that support is is a game changer. And I think you know, compared to a number of the other UK fan clubs, the, uh, you know, you Facebook groups and Twitter pages and things. You know, we're very lucky to have both that community of members, <clears throat> and also that very special relationship with the Bucks. Um, and we often talk about our special relationship with the Americans. And uh, I think, yeah, the Bucks certainly prove that. <clears throat> you uh, you mentioned Alex about the, uh, the the talk on the forum uh, about uh, Tom Brady and his golf competition. Uh, I suspect yeah. we probably won't talk about golf today so much. No, <laughs> but that's the first thing. We couldn't start a podcast. <clears throat> thing you know without talking about well, probably the biggest story mm. not just of this offseason but probably all off seasons ever since Joe Montana decided to just to sign for the Kansas City Chiefs I've not seen you know anything of this magnitude so so yeah let's start off on that side <clears throat> let's maybe let's start with you David what was your reaction how did that feel like I mean, come on, wow!
2: When have the Buccaneers ever been such a headline news story in the NFL? Even when we won the Super Bowl, I mean, this summer, this offseason has just been the most amazing time for any Buccaneers fan. Every time you turn on NFL Network, we're on it. Um, it's just amazing. I mean, Brady. You know, I think many Bucks UK fans will probably admit not being the greatest fans of the Bats, but you know, at the end of the day, this guy is a go. Is the greatest quarterback of all time and to have him wearing a bucks jersey is pretty something is something pretty special um, you know definitely the bucks have gone all in on win now um, and we all want the bucks to succeed and as long as he's wearing a bucks jersey we'll certainly support him
0: the goat so alex the goat yeah, I well, mean, how, the... how did you feel about the goat alex <laughs>
3: um, I, I think i, I think uh, i'm going to split people now because and when i first heard the news i, I initially wasn't thrilled i really wasn't happy um you know all those normal questions not normal but usual questions you know you look at his at last year in new england how he performed it wasn't what people expected but then once i sort of took a step back and had to think about it and sort of thought about the weapons he had in new england last year compared to what he's going to have with us this year he actually did a very good job in new england last year um you know i was i was having a look in terms of um who he had and when and you know week week one last in with new england last season he had julian edelman and josh gordon then josh gordon went and antonio brown came in he then lost antonio brown after week two and then he had julian edelman and Mohammed sanu for a bit so whereas if you look at ourselves here at the bucks you know we've got mike evans cambrate rob gronkowski chris Godwin, um you know, plus many other players who i haven't mentioned here we are I think you could argue offensively, we are a team who are ready to win. We have given Brady those weapons to go and do something. I hope he can take us to the next level. So even though I was initially not very happy, I think hopefully this season could be a really exciting season for the Bucks.
0: Yeah, I think as David said, it signals that the team want to win and they, you know, they're not afraid to go out and get the person <clears throat> that's going to do that. But, you we, we know, obviously there's a bit of a double act going on for every Laurel. There's a Hardy uh, and that Hardy in this time comes in the form of wrestling champion Ronkowski. Um, Phil, what did you think when you heard about the Gronk?
1: Well, I was absolutely delighted, actually. I I. I... I like. I was delighted from day one about Brady, but I was even thrilled when he got his, he got his first lieutenant in Gronkowski. I think one of one of my uh, most important uh, theories was was how many times we see on the forum and how many times you said the books found. I've been finding in the last few seasons different ways to lose games. In fact, we could actually write a book on 101 ways to lose a game. And I think one of the coaches once said the problem is the, the losing mentality. There's a losing mentality here in Tampa. Well, that's going to change. Mm. I mean, mm. you, you can't. Tom Brady and Gronkowski—they're not. They're they're winners, and that winning that willing mentality and that positive. Willing energy will be a massive plus for the Buccaneers going forward. You can already see in some of the things that some of the players have said that, you know, they're actually all in awe of Tom Brady. You, you know, it Cameron Bray said, I can't believe I'm trying to explain the playbook to Tom Brady, you know. And uh, so I think one of the most important things is this, is this winning mm-hmm. positive mentality. And I think mm-hmm. he's the final piece of the jigsaw, I really do.
0: Yeah, I think it's really interesting that, that the players have embraced <clears throat> you know, a new quarterback, but also a new tight end. Because actually, tight ends, mm. I thought, as a position as a team we're pretty good at. You know, people often talk about the receivers these days, but you know, I think OJ and, and Cam do a fantastic job. They've both got complementary and slightly differing skill sets.
1: I think, I just want to say, the enthusiasm that he's mm. going to bring to this team, Gronkowski, is going to be, is going to be sort of a real massive plus.
3: I think I, I think we I generally think we are in for a really exciting season from that perspective. You know, the, it, it, like you like you, you said, Kieran, the fact that we've got OJ, Cambrait and Rob Gronkowski as our tight end options, plus maybe possibly Hudson as well. You know, he's sort of on the edge, possibly of getting that roster spot. Who knows what's going to happen uh, this year? Uh, especially if we do decide to go with a two tight end setup, the chance that we might end up with four tight ends on the roster. So I, from that perspective, I think we are arguably one of the most exciting, uh, exciting teams in terms of the tight end position. It's it's going to be a really good one to watch this year, I think.
0: Uh, what I think makes that really special is you don't know who's coming in to block and who's coming in to catch.
3: Absolutely. It's going to, it's going to, it's, we're going to keep defensive guessing and that's going to make it <clears throat> harder for them and hopefully easier for us. So absolutely very good point there.
0: So we talked about our our members and and the sorts of things that we they talk about on the forum. So we wanted to make sure they got their uh, their say on this matter as well. So we we did we did sort of uh, discuss amongst our members. And here's a few select comments. <clears throat> so John Davis was uh, he said, as a Bucks fan, you have to think blimey, but in a good way. He clearly sees some potential within that roster. And that's him. Uh, that's him there with Mike Stock from another club day. Uh, Nick Morton, Now, if you know Nick, you'll know that he's been a uh, a, a, a testing fan in these times he's he's held james to a very high standard uh, and so i think he's, he's clearly uh, firmly tongue-in-cheek to, wants to carry that through saying i reserve the right to bash brady if it transpires he's a bit poo um <laughs> <clears throat> that's that, that's pure nick um <laughs> and then da- david chambers <laughs> kind of speechless i just hope both can perform anywhere near their peak Gronk's the only Pats player I've actually idolised. though, so kind of excited. Need another jersey, and those jerseys. I think we're going to talk about those jerseys in another episode because they deserve a whole, a whole, a whole chat to themselves.
3: If I'm just quickly um, come in, sorry, Kieran, no, no. on this. This is a good point, actually. So just, uh, um, yeah, where uh, David's saying about how they can both perform their peaks. Certainly, that's. Uh, I don't want to say a concern I've got, but the fact that Gronk has been out of the uh, league for a year does worrying me ever so slightly you know how I, I know he's working hard this offseason is he going to be able to slot back in easily of course from a butt's perspective perspective I certainly hope he does but I can certainly see where David's coming from that point hopefully they will but I think that's a very good point David's raised there yeah we, and then uh, sorry go on Phil
0: I think with
1: the answer to that question Alex I think the, the enthusiasm <laughs> that those two are going to bring to the team will mm. lift the rest of the team so, you know, I think you're going to see, I, I, I feel like O.J. Howard's going to have a great year this year.
3: Absolutely. And
1: yep. uh, I just think that the whole thing will lift. Because if you remember, the books were uh, the Patriots were the most successful with two tight end sets all the time. Yep. And, uh, you know, in break, like you say, and, and Hudson's very underrated as well. Mm, like
3: absolutely, yeah.
1: I, I, but I do think yeah. that enthusiasm is going to be
0: through the roof. Oh, that, that enthusiasm is clearly infectious. Jack Fletcher, we now have yeah. the greatest quarterback of all time and the greatest tight <laughs> end of all time. What's not to love? Win now mode. Fourth rounder for, for a seventh and Gronk back. Great bit of business. Uh, that that, is uh, a,
3: that's the most amazing bit for me, I think. In fact, what we gave up for Gronk, it was practically nothing. And that that is even better. That It was such a good trade. Jason Light deserves a l- hell of a lot of credit for that. He pulled up a great move there to bring Gronk in that way.
0: I guess there is, the, the other headlines were, you know, it wasn't always about Brady, it was about actually what's going to happen to Jameis and will they, won't they, what's the mm. future, in and not, not a day goes by, I think, without that, some Twitter rumours, who knows whether they've got any truth in them whatsoever, <laughs> but I guess um, maybe Alex or David, you know, kind of what, did, what were your feelings on that, that Jameis decision, maybe Alex first and then David?
3: Um, I wasn't surprised ultimately. You know, after thirty—sorry, uh, thirty interceptions last season, the writing and the fact that that was his contract year as well, the writing was on the wall. I think there. Um, I mean, don't get what For me, Jameis is not a bad player. You don't become the leading passer in the AFL. By a fluke, he's clearly got talent there, but ultimately those interceptions were what killed him on that one. Um, but it, I, I hope he does well. I know obviously he's gone to the Saints now, but um, it's if he had stayed, I, I wouldn't have been upset personally because I, I was a big fan of uh, Jameis, and I I truly believe that under Bruce Arians, you know, he, he could have t- he could have turned turned a corner, and it, I I always kept saying, oh, it'd be this season, it'd be this season. Ultimately, time just rang out for Jameis on that one. And David.
2: Yeah, well, you know, Jamie's had five years um, and he didn't make it They definitely brought Arians in as a quarterback whisperer to try and make it happen for him At the end, he didn't do it I mean, you know, those last two games, those interceptions were an absolute killer And I think was the nail in the coffin I mean, I think the big thing is when you look at Jamie's If you discount his first season, when you can say, OK, a rookie to the NFL the Bucks had 38 losses. 24 of those losses were within one scoring point, um, game. So, you know, what we need with Brady is a winner. We need someone to turn all those tight losses into wins. And I think that's what we've got. And I think the tight end issue is going to be totally different to last year. I think last year, Arians was using tight ends far more as blocking because James held onto the ball too long. I think we're going to see... um. Trady come in and that's going to free up the Titans even more because I don't think they were used effectively last year.
0: I think what the the legacy I'm I'm thinking that might end up be what we remember in 10 years time is it is perhaps it was the beginning of Byron Leftwich as offensive coordinator so i really want to see how he works with tom brady i, I, I think he's actually he's younger than brady isn't he <clears throat> and of course he's you know having played the position so i think there's going to be a relationship of peers rather than sort of you know coach to a uh, to young young startup up upstart quarterback or something okay so that's uh, i think that's been a been a fantastic and um, we've talked earlier about the all the prizes and the competitions that we run so i just wanted to uh, to, to show people we've actually got a, a, prize, a prize competition running at the moment um, so here you can see is the stash and uh, Phil's the person that keeps the prize uh, bucket it's more of a more of a chest or a series of chests than a prize bucket but he keeps it topped up <clears throat> and he keeps it topped up with some fantastic stuff so um, if you're a member uh, go head, head over to the forum if you're not a member join up and register both on the website and then on the forum And what we want, we just want to see people wearing their bucks gear. We've got some new social media now. Um, We've got um, Adam and and Pete, who've really done fantastic things starting up our our Instagram account, or I believe it was Insta, as the the cool kids call it. And obviously Alex is doing all the great things on Twitter, and I know David does loads of stuff on Facebook as well. And we've just realised that, you know, it's all very well-tweeting stories, but we want to show people our members and, and what we're about. Um, so we thought, actually, we just we just ask people to send in some pictures of themselves in Bucks gear. Nothing nothing more simple than that. <clears throat> you can get to... Uh, we thought it'd be hard for people to narrow down the choice. Um, you know, I like that photo. I like that photo. You can even enter twice. And as David said, if you've got the family membership, you get four entries. Um, so what you want to do, you know, any 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 gear you've been wearing... And we've got prizes there. We've got a wonderful um, sort of Bucks UK uh, polo shirt. And as you can see, they're, they're quite exclusive. Two caps. Uh, we've kindly donated from, uh, from one of our sponsors. we run a Twitter competition with them. Maybe Alex can tell us a bit more about that when he tells us about the social media. And of course, saving the best till last. That is, yes, a signed uh, Derek Brooks photo. Scoring that touchdown in Super Bowl 37. Crossing over the line. It's fully certified, fully authenticated. Um, so there's there's some some fantastic prizes on offer there. Yeah, so Alex, tell us a little bit about the social media side of things then.
3: It's been fantastic from a social media perspective for us here at Bucks UK over the past, oh, I want to say maybe three or four months. We have just grown and grown on all our social media platforms. Um, Twitter, we've seen a huge growth in terms of number of followers we've had, and that's uh, thanks to... Uh, certainly uh, a, a shout out to the uh, UK American sports store, you know, we, we did a Twitter competition with them and they really helped us, uh, helped us grow our account and the Bucks themselves as well. We, uh, I sent out a tweet not too long uh, about the um, new uniforms and they, and they liked it. And uh, it just went, that tweet just went absolutely mental. I think we got over a thousand likes on that tweet. I expect here when you were fed up with your phone going off every five, every, well, every five seconds with the lights on that one. Okay. So, that's just blowing up, and then uh, as as um, was mentioned, earlier, we've got Adam and Pete who have now set up Instagram. That's also growing as well. So we are trying to um, reach as many members and fans we can through throughout social media um and we, we just want people to get involved with us on social media you know get involved with any of the tweets that i put out any of the instagram posts um, any of the posts that david puts on facebook as well uh you know we, we don't take it too seriously on social media We like to have a, a bit of fun so sort of, you know tongue-in-cheek really that sort of thing um so anyone who who is on social media and and doesn't uh, follow us on any of our accounts, please do. I'm sure we can post uh, the links below or uh, below the video or something like that on YouTube for you all. But uh, please come and join us. We don't bite, and we just want to keep continuing to grow and uh, just it. continue to grow our fan base. It's yeah. uh, it, it, we just want to share our love of the Bucks with everyone from here in the UK and of course over in the US as well. We want to talk to all Bucks fans everywhere and that's what it's all And all the social all media
0: tags were at the opening and closing credits of, of the show. Yeah. So also Phil, um, when you're not doing uh, the prize bucket or helping run the club, you also do our merchandise, don't you?
1: Yes, yes I do. Um, the uh, the polo shirts has been modelled by me, you and Dave. We, uh, we, we, we do those. We're also about to just do some more t-shirts and we also do some more patches and because we've, we've uh, basically run out. But yes, uh, all the merchandise, as you can see, on, on, is on, uh, on our website and also Dave puts them on the end of his emails um that's right i'm just sharing
0: a screen of the latest stuff so we had a beanie hat uh ready for for last winter and we've still got some of those left and you like to say the more bespoke stuff the the uh, the yeah. polo shirts uh fantastic stuff
1: but watch this space we're going to do a really good job of the patch and t-shirt this year so
0: Brilliant. really going for it
1: nice you know. so in
0: terms of prizes what well, obviously one competition doesn't make um a prize boxed talk us through some of these other prizes we've had these are well, from the last year
1: yeah we've we 've most of our the money that we were received goes to actually go back into prizes for the members and uh, i 'll just show you a couple that we 've got lined up for next year. This is uh, a really nice uh one off Mike Evans print. A guy in Scotland did it specially. We sent it to the buccaneers and they very silent kindly got Mike Evans to sign it there for us and uh, so that's really nice and uh, that'll be one of the main competition prizes for the start of next season. Uh, What else we got here? Oh yeah something else we've picked up and that's a really nice cap uh, signed by Mark Oldstadt, one of the Super Bowl champions caps which I noticed them without the signatures are going up on eBay. I
0: know, I really wished I'd (laughs) bought one of those uh, 17 years ago because you can't get them now
1: Oh and there's I've just noticed this thing out the corner of my eye, and somebody's just, somebody's just given us one of these. It's nice uh, uh, shirt by somebody you may remember, Mr. Leroy Selman there. <laughs> so, yes, we, we, we're always looking out for prizes, but what we would like, if, if uh, anybody goes across to Tampa, yeah, bring us something back. You know, this, this club is for the members. Please, help us help us to improve the price. That's one. right.
0: So, all these wonderful prizes we've got, the reason we've got them is to give them away to members we're not we're not amassing a collection here it's not an archive um so in terms of how we interact with members david you want to talk a little bit about socials and i guess we'll come on to talk about our agm
2: yeah so we like to organize social events and meetups um the main one we do over here in the uk is our annual summer um throwback get together where we gather together we do a fairly um reasonably quick AGM, where we bring all the members up to speed on where we are as a club, our finances, constitution, uh, what's happening, agreed and membership. We're very open um, and honest and sort of get everybody involved. And again, everything's about getting all of our members' feedback because we're here for them. So it's about making sure we do that. I mean, obviously, this is going to be pretty different um, because of everything that's going on in the world at the minute we'd got our um, get together lined up for the 27th of June. Obviously we can't do that in person now, but we definitely look to get something organized on that. And, you know, we're looking at realistically a Zoom catch up with all of our members. And um, we've followed it up with some quizzes and some social work activities as well, so everyone can get involved. But it's like it's a fantastic time for all the members to get together. You um, speak to each other day in, day out on Facebook and on the forum. And to put names to faces is really good. And it's a great fun and great time to be. Um, and again, we, we need to look at um, what we can do to have these um, activities elsewhere in the country when we can all get back out again and make sure that we do get to our members.
0: Um, That's exactly it. Before all of this happened, we'd had some polls on the forum, weren't we, <clears throat> about running a whole new raft of social events and where they were going to be and what things wanted. But you, you can't plan uh, for you know, the, the, uh, these unprecedented times, uh, to, to keep <laughs> the cliche word coming. Anyway, on the screen, um, we've got the details of the AGM. Then, So this is our our episode one exclusive for the members so keep saturday the 27th of june in your diary <clears throat> we'll have an 8 p.m start you won't have to travel to Hebble Hempstead, birmingham bristol or anywhere you can do it from your own um, from your own front room which i must have made me think it's the first time i I've, can I've ever come to the gym, and i won't be driving so uh, don't put me in charge of the quiz because by, by the end it's going to go wrong um so we'll do it by zoom we'll have an online meeting. Obviously, the the link is, is will go to all the paid members. Is because it, it's an AGM? Because we have those formal proceedings of the the accounts, inspecting the membership, all those things. Uh, it will be online and it's members only. Um, and um, David's already uh, started thinking about what quiz and competition we might do, and you can see some pictures there. There's, um, there's some, the, in the bottom left picture, that's Tim holding a signed helmet. They've got a cap and some uh, original Bucks UK peak ales, which proved very popular, didn't they, Phil?
1: Yes, they did. Uh, just, just as a matter of interest, the guy holding the cap is the guy I spoke of earlier, mm. Phil McKenzie. He's one of the original members from 1984.
0: I mean, he's, yeah, he's rocking some uh, some antique box UK memorabilia there. That that polo shirt. Uh, I've seen that <laughs> around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So that's all really good stuff. And yeah. So the AGM will be happening, um, and we'll be making sure we we crank on with that um yeah but obviously you need to be kind of in it to win it so sign up make sure you're you're ready to get involved and and obviously there will be prizes to be won on the day we need to try and work out how we do that because um everyone will have mr google tucked in their pocket so we can't do any any quiz (laughs) questions we'll have to give that some thought um which then brings us on to our, our, our sort of final topic for our first episode we didn't want to make it too long i've watched podcasts where where you kind of you have your birthday halfway through the podcast and we thought keep it short and snappy so we thought the other thing we needed to talk about was the draft um and again i've just got a slide here where we can see the draft picks uh shamelessly nicked from uh from bucks.com in terms of the notes they added about the players I'll be honest. I'm not a massive college football fan. After it gets down after round three, there's barely anyone I've ever heard of. But I think you know the big stories really were at the top end uh, in terms of um, Worths, Winfield, Kishon Vaughan and and the others. Um, maybe if we come to you, Alex, I'll I'll, I'll get this back off so you, um, people can uh, can see you instead. Alex, you know, I, I look on NFL.com dot and I see thirty two graph grades that vary from A plus to B plus. Kind of mm. yeah, you know, how did the Bucks really do, do you think?
3: In short, sure, I think we did a super job, honestly. Um if you wanted me to give it a a grade, I was I would certainly put it uh I was supposed to say A minus, I think, if I had to grade it. I, we we drafted for need rather than looking at specific players and you know, I it, we we got one of the top four offensive linemen, which was an absolute must, especially considering we've now got Brady. Uh, you know, I think back to our offensive line last season, If uh, yeah, I think the only reason why Jameis is still in one piece is because he was able to scramble. If that was Brady last season, I don't think he would have got to the end of the season. So bringing Tristan worse, I think, was was just brilliant. Um, again, like like yourself, I'm not a uh, a big. I don't watch college football much, so I can't really comment on the players themselves in terms of their ability or, or what they're able to do. Uh, but Tristan, the fact that Tristan Worth is was one of the top four rated defensive tackles, and hopefully that that says something there. There was a lot of um, praise as well for Anton Winfield Jr. Uh, in, in the safety position. We took him in round two, so. Uh, and that, again, that was a need. What with uh, Justin Evans, unfortunately, he was on IR I think for most of the season, so we needed someone coming there. And all the Bucks fans on Twitter sit, uh, are absolutely raving about him. So I think the Bucks did a really, really good job, and we have managed to t- draft for need, which was really important.
0: So, so David, Alex said that he thinks we were drafting for need, and you know, a lot of the the draft nicks and the Mel. Kuypers of this world talk about actually, you know, actually you should take about the best player available. What's your take on it?
2: Well, I think it's a bit of both. I mean, we definitely, as Alex said, had certain needs which we just had to address. Offensive tackle was top of the list. I think the interesting ones, right receiver. Um, sorry, uh, picking Tyler Johnson, I mean, the guy's a stud, and it's probably actually, we looked at the end of last season when Godwin and Mike Evans both went down. And getting rid of Rashad Perman, we've probably needed that little extra bit of speed in the wide receiver thing. And also running back is a huge question mark for the Buccaneers, has been as well. And again, with Brady on board, we still need that mixed offence. And, you know, we've got two right unrunning backs in with Keyshawn Vaughan and Raymond Callis. It um, would be really interesting to see how those guys pick up, particularly Raymond McAllister, who we picked up really late in the draft. He seems to be a real sleeper that could really come out good. And I think the other area that's really interesting is picking up Reed Sinnott quarterback as a free agent. We definitely need someone there in the rings ready to look at for um, when Brady does go. And this guy, Sinnott, seems a really smart guy.
0: Uh, there's no one really better to sit behind and learn from, is there?
2: Well, no, absolutely. I mean, Tom Brady has been there, done it, you know. And, you know, he is the ultimate understanding of all the offensive. he He's got to be the man that sort of can drive that people forward. And, you know, we're not talking about a top quarterback pick. We're talking someone that didn't even get through on the seventh round. And I think a lot of that, you know, when you think Brady didn't go till very late in his draft, um, he'll have something to prove and to bring that kid along for it too. Uh,
3: so one thing just to... Uh, quickly, if, if that's all right, one draft pick I I was really intrigued with when we made it was our sixth round pick, uh, Khalil Davis, the defensive tackle. Um, I, I don't, like I say, I don't watch college football. I can't comment on how he plays, but from, from watching the draft, there was a lot of praise for for that kid. And uh, one thing they did show was his uh, forty yard dash time. And for him to, uh, I brought it down here, for him to run 4.75 seconds weighing 308 pounds. In terms of his athletic ability, that you can't deny. Whether or not you know, he's going to be a good defensive tackle in the other areas, I don't know. But we appear to have one good athlete in Khalil Davis there because that was one heck of a time at that weight.
0: I make the sprints interesting yeah, he's at training beast. camp. The yes. receivers will be beaten by the D line. <laughs> Phil, what did you make of the draft? Because this was our first, you know, virtual draft. It was a bit like fancy football, wasn't it? Everyone dialing in and uh, making well, their picks.
1: I'm quite honest. I wasn't know. I didn't know what to expect. I, but I personally think the NFL did a superb job. I really <laughs> did like it. And I liked what I also liked was um, going to all the players' uh, players' houses with all the families and just seeing their reaction. I mean. To a tale over's reaction when he got picked by the Dolphins will stay with me for some time. <laughs> but it was it was a, it was really really good. I think they made a superb job out of what was really a bad job. Because let's face it, the, the draft was such a, a great big spectacle with all the fans going to it. But no, they did a really really good job.
0: And, and I love, I love. They did that thing where they sent all the draft picks, the caps from all thirty-two yeah. teams. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> so, that
1: was absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> super. Oh no, I think they did a really good job of that. And because they've very, got their house
0: impressive. full of, uh, you know, every everyone down to their third cousin <laughs> twice removed, they yeah. to go into the broom cupboard with their phone to do their sort of post draft <laughs> interview, aren't yeah. they? Well,
1: yeah. I think what also what happened afterwards was all the players and all the videos that were actually was were like. Uh, psychoanalyzed afterwards and what some of the players and players girlfriends were doing as well as one or two of them were absolutely hilarious we really <laughs> were good absolutely and what about Patriots Whether well, there was a dog there for doing yeah. the pick <laughs> <laughs> what, what yeah. is
3: Bill Belichick <laughs> doing uh, here, you know? yeah, that was classic Bill Belichick that, that set up wasn't it his uh, dog. dining table and then, then he's got his dog there as well yeah. <laughs>
1: oh dear I did, <laughs> no, I, I, super job let's go one thing about the draft He's got, I think that our running back position we're getting pretty well sorted because I thought Ronald Jones did well last year considering mm. what, what the, our offensive you know trolls on the offensive line and with him and Vaughan we're going to have a really good one-two punch I'm, I'm really optimistic about this
0: yeah, it's, it's, it's not the first time that Light's sort of double-dipped at a position when he really feels like he, he needs to go for it, isn't he? Um, we've got some views from our, our, our members again. Uh, they've been chatting about the draft on the forum. We had a live thread. Um, on the format as people were talking during the draft so yeah, as, yeah we're sort of enjoying it in real time together sort of like a draft party but similarly virtual and uh, and John Zinkas our our uh, club uh, flight captain uh, he said we had to go and get that OT but damn a fourth rounder just to move up one space Lynch is killing it so you know we're, we're, we're all Buck fans we even want John Lynch to succeed that's how much we love the Bucks we had another one so, Tim Lewis, another long standing member are there with his wife Kay, um, we had to ensure Miami didn't get ahead of us for worse. Mm. We need one of the big four tackles. Actually, that's a really good point. We kind of glossed over yeah. that trading up, didn't we? Um, and mm. the, I must admit, when I watched it, I was a little bit confused. First, I thought we had two picks. Then I thought, what have we done? And then I didn't really understand why, you know, why are we trading up? We were the next ones anyway. But now, you know, I completely get it. And actually, mm. you know, you could see from the um, sort of the behind the scenes stuff with, with Jason Light, clearly there's lots of phone calls going on you get all the rumors of who's trying to do what in a way it kind of going back to the, the john lynch point it feels like he might have given us a bit of a tip-off didn't he? you know
3: hey, that's kind of certainly got- the suspicion i think there's a lot of pe- there, obviously it's just rumors and no one knows for sure but uh there, there was a lot because i was um i was tweeting throughout the draft so just a quick thank you to all the fans who were tweeting as well just getting interacting thank you for for that um and there was a, a few people going or no there was hearsay that uh John Lynch had done us a favour there. So, John, if you're watching, I know it's unlucky, but we're very grateful.
0: Absolutely. We remember Sluggo team, don't we? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and then so we got one from Mariana Worthy, who has the uh, unique distinction of having a partner who also likes American football. It's like the Holy Grail, but unfortunately, he's a Giants <laughs> fan, you know, so you can't have everything. Um so, yeah, and she was talking about that trade as well. Felt like we needed to do that. You know, there was a fair drop off after Worth's, and I think, you know, so that was it. And then, um, and then Dom, Mr. Irreverent, at all our everyone's favourite postman. You can tell the hairdressers are closed in America. I think he was he was too busy looking at everyone's uh, sideburns dragging along the ground uh, at that point. <laughs> but he's always there online as well. Uh, which kind of brings us towards the end of our uh, of our first episode. Um, you know, thank you, Phil, Alex, and David. One thing is, we're going to want to try and keep this in rotation. So. Um, you know, we might have a, a couple of us return for the next episode, but maybe we'll try and get some others. We've already got Adam, uh, Adam and Phil lined up uh, to come and join us. So Adam and Pete uh, lined up to come and rejoin us uh, for the next episode. Um, so we're going to do this a bit more uh, infrequently in the off season, probably, you know, we'll aim for something like monthly. And then once we get into the regular season, that's when we'll, we'll, we'll really crank up the pace. And there's a little bit more to talk about, to be honest. Um, we kind of don't want to talk for the sake of talking. We want to make sure there's member, member chat that we can then reflect on and, and share back with you. Um, so thank you again to my co-hosts. Thank you for anyone who's listening to this. Hopefully, there is someone. Um, I was amazed when we got one hundred and twenty-three subscribers to our new YouTube channel, and there isn't even a video there yet. So I was, I was, <laughs> that was amazing. So thank you ever so much for supporting <laughs> us. Uh, maybe you know, if you each want to just uh, give a little closing remark, a little thought for the day.
1: Phil. Well, oh, this is this is the next step in uh, as 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 uh, the development of the club and. Uh, what i can see it's going to be it's going to be a huge success so i'm absolutely delighted the way it's going
0: uh, alex
3: yeah uh, just to echo really what phil said there this is our next chapter as you know as Bats uk and we just hope as many of you as po- possible will we'll come along for the ride and uh, we just want to have fun and just enjoy it so uh, if you have this and tuned into this one thank you and hopefully you'll be back for the next one
0: and david you get the final word
2: Yeah, this has been great fun and something really enjoyed and something that we can take out to our members. And please, if you're Bucks UK members out there, make sure you get involved. Let us know your views. Let us know what you want to talk about and uh, join in the fun with us.
0: That's a really good point, yeah. Any feedback on this? Because none of us know what we're doing. And I say we're not, we're not ESPN. We just <laughs> want to try and produce something that's fun to watch. So if you tell us what you'd like to hear us talk about, we'll do our best to talk about it. And um, I say next week we'll bring the talent on because we'll have um, Adam and Pete who actually know what they're talking about. So from all of us, goodbye. And uh, we'll see you all soon. Thank you.